BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Fox 2 News and News 11, the power of two at 6 a.m. Boeing is closer to a multi-million dollar expansion facility near St. Louis Lambert International Airport. How County Executive Sam Page is taking action on that project this morning. Anytime you have to expel students from school, it's, it's, that, that, that's not a good thing. At least five Alton High School students expelled after about a dozen fights broke out on the first week of school. How the school board is working to decide the fate now of 15 other students involved in those fights. And a video of Missouri politicians using flamethrowers goes viral. Why the state senators say the true story is being distorted on social media. Good morning, everybody. It is midweek Wednesday, September 20th, and you are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you all so much for waking up with us. Uh, we're taking a live look at our Together Credit Union roof cam on this Wednesday morning. Looks like the uh, camera's shaking a little bit. Is it windy out there this morning, John? No, the camera's just shaking a little bit. It's just nervous. doesn't like the weather change that's on the way. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is some rain on the way, Blair and John, today. This afternoon, rain's going to be developing across Metro St. Louis. But for now, our web camera views quite a variety. Many temperatures in the lower 60s, others in the 50s. You see Moscow Mills, 59. Perryville 62 and Sparta, Illinois 57 degrees. We have a cluster of moisture that is moving in from the south and west already in Rolla, Phelps and Denton County seeing some spotty rain. Now the front edge is eroding. It's evaporating. So at the bus stop this morning, you're looking at increasing clouds. The high temperature climbs to near 80 degrees. Depending on how quickly those clouds thicken, it may hold in the upper 70s, but some rain is on the way for the afternoon may want to grab the umbrella or the raincoat for later on today, mid-afternoon. We're talking some scattered showers. Now for a look at real-time traffic. Amelia, what do you have? John, I didn't bring my umbrella. You had, you had to have told me at 1 a.m. this morning. Well, go home before 2 or 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's all cat. It's all good and traffic is all good as well. So uh, we are seeing a minor traffic incident. I don't even know if this is a traffic incident. I'm just seeing some flashing lights on 270 northbound at Tesson Ferry. So it looks like there's flashing lights off to the distance, not sh showing a lot of slowdown. So that's the good news. Northbound and southbound directions look to be moving. I will continue to monitor this area, but you just need to know that overall traffic is moving across the bi-state area. An expansion at Boeing closer to becoming a reality this morning. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page is expected to sign a bill allowing some $155 million in tax breaks for possible expansion. As St. Louis County Council members passed that measure last night. Now the Power of Two is Chris Renier live in Berkeley with details on the developments. Chris, good morning to you. Blair, good morning to you. John, good morning to you as well. We are at the intersection of Airport Road and James S. McDonald Boulevard, the Boeing headquarters complex just behind us here. This is also not far from the land where that potential nearly $2 billion Boeing expansion 
would be met, uh, would be built. The county council passing the massive tax break package last night with support from four members, Lisa Clancy, Rita Herdays, Mark Harder, and Ernie Trakis. Council Chair Shalonda Webb abstaining because she works as a Boeing engineer and Dennis Hancock was absent, only Kelly Dunaway voting against that measure. Boeing wants to expand its presence by a million square feet at two sites near St. Louis Lambert International Airport over the next 10 years. We're told the expansion would create some 500 jobs. But Boeing still has to win a major Department of Defense contract for the expansion to go forward. At this point, Boeing not confirming the specifics of that potential contract. But without the deal, the expansion would not be needed. Here are some of what Council Members Clancy and Dunaway said at last night's meeting. To even have a chance of getting this major expansion, the city and the county and the state had to make some economic concessions. This project, if, if our region is to get it, means good paying union jobs. That means a lot to me. And that's going to have a ripple effect for the economic development of our whole region. It is these types of incentives that have turned this country, this county, the world we live in into a game that is stacked against the working families that we're trying to protect by passing this bill. Boeing issuing a statement reading in part, we thank the St. Louis County Council members for the decision, leadership, and partnership in expanding the St. Louis region's aerospace manufacturing industry footprint. This vote will help us offer cost-competitive proposals, marking the first step toward bringing more high-paying jobs to the greater St. Louis area. County Executive Page saying that approving the deal shows the federal government that Boeing has the support of the St. Louis community and the financial wherewithal to get this expansion done. For now, live in Berkeley, I'm Chris Fournier. Thanks, Chris. You know, when you're hungry and you're angry, they say you're hangry. But a St. Louis teenager takes that to an extreme. Police say 19-year-old Antonio Murray held up a taco stand on Cherokee Street just to get one taco. It happened the night of September 8th. An employee of Lily's Panaderia says she was making a taco for another customer when Murray walked up, pointed a gun, grabbed the taco, saying it was his, and then took off. Police say that when they eventually found Murray, he was carrying what was either a BB gun or an airsoft pistol. He is now charged with first-degree robbery. 6.05 is your time right now. Well, at least five students are expelled from Alton High School this week for fights from earlier this school year. Fire of Touche Jordan Williams explains how the school board will now determine the future of at least 15 other students who might also be expelled. On Tuesday night at Alton High School, a number of students recognized for their academic accomplishments. I've been selected to the um, Alton Godfrey Rotary Club student of the month of September. But just an hour before senior Keon Lacey and his classmates were honored, a few other Alton High School students were being expelled. Hopefully they can get back in school and just get their priorities straight. About a dozen fights broke out at Alton High School in the first week of school. About 20 students could be expelled this week. It's unfortunate what happened and what's happening at all the local high schools. The school went to virtual learning for three days after the fights. Metal detectors were brought in and according to parent Constance Slack, some parts of the school were closed off to students. With them taking immediate action definitely made me feel better as a parent. Alton Mayor David Goins served as a school board member for five years. 
anytime you have to expel students from school, it's, it's, that, that, that's not a good thing. We understand that the, there are consequences and ramifications to a student's actions, but when it, goes, when it has to go into expulsion, you know, that's really a, it's a, really a gut-wrenching decision that, we have to, that, that, that I had to make as a school board member and that they have to make now. The Elton School Board will meet after school every half hour on Wednesday and Thursday to discuss the future of about 20 more students. I'm confident that the staff will definitely get the issues under control and moving forward. Now that was Jordan Williams reporting. Those school board meetings are today and tomorrow evening, and they will happen behind closed doors. Meanwhile, some parents in the Francis Howell School District are left deciding between allowing their children's personal information to be shared or keeping their children out of the yearbook. Chief Communication Officer for the District, Jennifer Jahl, says a sunshine request submitted by a third party asks for students' names, grades, personal phone numbers, email addresses, and mailing addresses. The district complied with the request, and that caused an outcry from parents. Francis Howell says they do have an opt-out program, but only 20 students have completed the refusal disclosure. Well, a fishy, rotten smell. Ooh. It is spreading across University City. Trust us, you don't have to go smell it yourself if you haven't already. <laughs> its source is a seafood market without electricity. Hasn't had power for months now. You smell that, Blair? Oh, I can imagine that. I know. Our partners at the Post-Dispatch report that the Seafood City Market and Grocery Store on Olive Boulevard, it's been closed and the building condemned since late March, and thousands of pounds of seafood is rotting inside of the freezers. Well, now a St. Louis company that normally cleans up crime scenes is doing the dirty work of emptying the store of all that rotting flesh, and it's costing the property owner $7,000 per day. Mm. Would have been easier while it was still fresh. Yeah. yeah. All right. A video showing state senators from St. Charles County using flamethrowers drawing fire worldwide. And they say the true story was distorted on social media. Two Republican state senators say they were asked to try out the flamethrowers on a stack of empty boxes to help sell raffle tickets. However, an ex-post claimed this was a book burning and it had nearly 20 million views. The senators say they were, there were no books in those boxes and there was no talk about the heated issue of banning books from libraries that uh, deem them pornographic. It wasn't even a story until folks that opposed me politically decided to spread a very malicious lie about it. I think this is a perfect time to reflect on, you know, what is true before I share an article, before I share a social media post. Our elected leaders should, shouldn't be burning boxes or burning books or burning anything. Missouri Democratic candidate for governor, Crystal Quaid, got on board. She reposted the book-burning claim. She says while those on X were not sure what was going on, she says the intention was clear.